0: Konnichiwa and welcome back to another episode of the Japan Rugby Weekly Podcast. I'm Doug the Translator and in this week's episode we're going to preview the first round of the Japan Rugby League One and also go through a few of the crazy news stories from the week. Let's go! Welcome back everyone. Uh, sorry for the slight hiatus, I've been a bit busy at work with the mind Dynables going through uh, the final prep for our first round game next Monday against the Kintetsu Liners, Hanazuna Liners. So I can't wait for that one. Uh, Yeah, hope you're all excited for the start of the League One season. Obviously, we're supposed to have our first game tonight, uh, but that obviously got cancelled. Had a drug scandal We've had Lawn, it's like a league pre-season in the NRL. It's been our all go, but i like to go through all that stuff uh, and also preview all the games and yeah, try and get back to a weekly podcast where you share the results, uh, preview games and talk about the news of the week. So let's go. So uh, I'll start with a couple of points of news of the week. Uh, the first one is slightly old news now, but still big, big news uh, with Blake Ferguson being arrested for uh, possession of cocaine. And that uh, was he was arrested on the second of January after allegedly there was a bit of a punch up um, altercation with another person and then apparently had a legal drug on him. He's already been fired for the Green Rockets Tokatsu. Could be a big uh, sentence from it. it's a very big deal over here in Japan. Uh, I mean and there's also talks that uh, Michael Chick is under pressure. He joined the Green Rockets last year as the director of rugby. And he was apparently keen bringing Ferguson to uh, the Green Rockets club. So I think he's uh, apparently under a bit of pressure. Uh, yeah, after the guy that he brought in, played maybe three preseason games and has been sacked before the round started. Uh, could be looking at a bit of jail time as well. I think, um, like I said, it's a very serious crime over here. The Green Rockets have said, they've apologised um, publicly and they've said they're going to keep going and prepare and play against the Yokama Kennan Eagles this week um, in Kashua, which uh, is uh, surprising. Like In the past, before the league won, uh, while we're still in the top league, there were cases where uh, clubs would shut down their rugby programme and even the league would shut down it, the whole uh, competition for drug use or cocaine use uh cocaine possession in the past uh like in 2020 is a kiwi guy uh joel everson he uh was in jail for 20 23 days uh for uh testing positive for cocaine while he's playing for the uh red uh the hino red dolphins and then before that there were two toyota players uh who were arrested for the similar thing and um on both those times, or three of those times, uh, the clubs or yeah the league are suspended its program, which yeah it shows uh, that it's not something that Japan takes very lightly. You always hear about uh, the guys in the NRL, you know, having pre- uh, crazy preseasons, but it, uh, yeah, it's a lot more of a serious crime over here in Japan. And uh, not too sure what's going to happen to Ferguson, but you would have thought he would have been told about how severe it is over here, but. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess not. But I'll be interested to see how the league uh, reacts to this. Um, yeah, like I said, normally the Green Rockets or the team in question would stop their program uh, in the past, but uh, yeah, it doesn't look like they're going to do that at this stage. Um, see, so yeah, I'll oh, if we hear anything else, I'll let you know in the next episode. But very crazy way to start the season, uh, and then a few days later we had a few. COVID cases. Six members of the Saitama Panasonic Wild Night tested positive for the coronavirus, uh, and uh, that was announced on Wednesday, out uh, on the 5th. And uh, they were set to play today on the 7th uh, against the Kuwaita Spears Funawash Tokyo Bay, um, and then they were supposed to be at the Tokyo National Stadium, which I think was the Olympic Stadium. And uh, yeah, Panasonic cancelled their training on the Wednesday uh, after. Originally, three players got it, and then the whole team uh, tested for it. Eventually, uh, six guys, as I heard, with three more getting tested, or the team was classed as close contact. So that's why they ended up cancelling that game, which is going to be the uh, inaugural game for the new uh, Japan Rugby League 1 competition. So, uh, yeah, would have been a great game. Really excited for that one, but unfortunately, it's not going to go ahead. So yeah, obviously that's a shame. Uh, so far, looks like all the other games are going to be going ahead. Um, hopefully, they do. And yeah, it's been all go before a ball's been kicked. So uh, hopefully, there's not too many more off-field disruptions, and um, we can get into a bit of rugby. But because uh, the Panasonic Wild Knights were the ones who uh, couldn't field a team, they get zero competition points and Kubota Spears they get a bonus point win so they get five points uh, which is a big win against uh, the Saitama team who were champions last season in the last season of the top league so uh, yeah, a uh, big result for them and not too sure what's going to happen for the uh, Wild Nights second game of the season. Uh, that game's supposed to be against the Green Rockets, who uh, Ferguson used to play for, uh, or who Ferguson briefly played for. Um, that's scheduled for the 16th of January, so still no word on what's going to happen for that game. But uh, yeah, keep our ears open and our eyes open for that one. Now, uh, getting on to a bit of rugby. Uh, going through a few more of the, the rest of the Division 1 games. Uh, the first one uh, tomorrow is the... Corbe uh, Steelers against the NTT communication shining arcs that's going to be at uh, noon Japan time uh, on Saturday so tomorrow got uh, Aaron Cruden starting at 10 for Corbe got Richard Buckman in the midfield as well and they obviously are loaded with uh, Japan international players uh, on the bench and in the starting lineup so so yeah they had a bit of a disappointing season last season but they'll be looking to bounce back this season against the shining arcs who uh have a few new big signings um one of them starting at six uh james moore uh japan international can play lock and flanker and uh, they've also got liam gill at eight uh, our black at 10. uh they've got tukufka tone who's a japanese 12 uh originally from tonga he played a few seasons at Cola while i was there a uh, very powerful athlete and he is pairing shane gates their captain for the season at uh, in the centres. Gates is at 13 uh, this week, capped for Japan as well, so he's Category A, and then they've also got at 15 uh, Israel Lau, so uh, very uh, strong looking backline. Uh, the NTT Como obviously also have Laidlaw in their squad, uh, but he's uh, missed out, not sure if that's just uh, because of how they want to use their foreigners or because of injuries, um, but that's how they Lining up, so that should be a good game. Uh, Corby's at home. Um, so yeah, that's definitely be one to, uh, look out for. Then on the same day, uh, at 3.30. got another big game. Uh, Tokyo Sun Goliath against the Toshiba Brave Lupus Tokyo. Uh, the Sun Goliath have the Mad Mountain, Harry Hawkins. At 5, uh, joined at Lock, uh, with Tui Hendricks, former Japan international. They've got, uh, McMahon and 8 they got Nagare, the international 9, at 10. Uh, Tamura Hikaru, the brother of the international uh, 10 for Japan, at 10. They've got Samu Kurevi at 13. And their big new signing, Damian McKenzie, at 15. So uh, definitely another strong pack. They made it to the final uh, when they had Barrett last year. And they're obviously looking to do one better this season. Uh, and they are up against, like I said, Toshiba, who have... Uh, Michael Leach at 6, Matt Todd 7, they've got Tokunaga, another Japan international at 8, and uh, Tom Taylor at 10 as well. So uh, they've been a bit scratchy in uh, pre-season, but obviously it's just pre-season. It'll be uh, yeah, really interesting to see how they go up against a strong uh, Santori team. Uh, I think the fixture last year was a bit of a blowout, Santori won that quite convincingly. So I think Toshi will be hoping to bounce back this season. And then there's one more game in Division 1 on that Saturday. And that is the Green Rockets against Cannon Eagles. Like I said, that is in uh, Kashua. And the NEC uh, Rockets, a uh, few of their foreign players to watch. So they got Jake Ball uh, at 5. They've also got uh, Lomano Lamiki, uh Japan International. He no plays wing for Japan, but he's down as 10 this week. So... Uh, It'll be interesting to see how he goes there. He played one preseason game there as well. They've also got Shibasaki, their other league convert, uh, in at 12. And he's joined in the midfield by Tim Bennett, who uh, joined the team this year with Lameki from uh, Sanax. Then they've got Tom Marshall, brother of uh, our lad, James Marshall, in at 15. They've also got Ash Dixon, who joined the team uh, at 16, reserve hooker. Um, So it'll be interesting to see him go in his first game in Japanese uh, rugby. then Kennan, they've got uh, Corey Hu at 5. They've got Van Dyke at uh, Blindside Flanker. And they've got uh, Amanaki Mafi at 8, who moved to the Kennan Eagles last year from NTTcom. And their back line is all Japanese, a few notable there. Uh, uh, there is uh, Tamura, their 10, who is uh, the international 10 for Japan. And they've also got uh, Junpei Ogura at 15, who uh, also used to play at NTTCOM. I think for me, yeah, my money uh, Canon, were one of the informed teams in the preseason. Like I said, preseason, not everything, but uh, yeah, my money is on them to uh, get that first up win against NEC. Uh, But hopefully it's going to be a good match. Uh, And then moving on to the Sunday, I've got the NTT Tokomo Red Hurricanes Osaka against uh, the Black Rams Tokyo. And at the same time, we've also got the Toyota Verblitz against Shizuoka Blue Revs, who formerly were the Yamaha team. Um, So it's interesting they've got two games at 3.30 on the Saturday and two games at 3.30 on the Sunday. So not too sure why... uh, yeah, everything's um, overlapped. Um, so you're going to have to pick and choose which one you want to watch there if you want to watch uh, them live. But firstly, going through the uh, dokuma team, they recently uh, announced that they've got uh, Aotinye Yanchi's at 10. Uh, coming from there, and he is starting today at 10. They've got a uh, big Tyler Paul at 6. They've got their big Tongenator from J- uh, University in Japan, Nayatarui. They've also got uh, someone who I'm keeping an eye on uh, at 15, uh, Taichi Yoshizo, who uh, played a bit of sevens for Japan, played a long time at Coke, uh good main of mine, and uh, he's electric. Uh, there are people who really uh, compare him to uh, McKenzie, the way he steps, he's really light on his feet, so definitely one to watch in that Hurricanes team, hopefully he goes well. They're up against the Arico Black Rams, uh, who've played Cohen at six. Uh, they've got Isaac Lucas, Yossi at 10, and they've also got Matt McGann at 15, as well as uh, Joe Tomane at um, number 23 on the bench. So, uh, yeah, not too sure uh, who to go for on this one, uh, but. Uh, Going for Taichi at fifteen for the Red Hurricanes, scoring a hat trick to win um against the uh, Black Rams. Not uh they're yeah, not biased at all. <laughs> and then the like last game of the round in Division One is the Verblitz against the Blue Revs. Uh Turda, the Verblitz have Michael Allendice and Patrick Tupelotu, their new signing in at lock. They've got Kazuki Himeno at six. The uh, Japan International played a bit at the Highlanders. They've also got Shigeno Kaito, who has also played for Japan, uh, who's there with Cronier? They've got uh, Jamie Henry at 11. They've got Mare Sao at 12, Charlie Lawrence 13. And then at 15, again, seems like all the 15s used to play for Coke, is uh, Billy William Tupou, the former co-host on this uh, podcast, is starting at 15. So all the best to him. I hope he goes well. And looking at the uh, Shizuoka Blue Revs, uh, like I said, they used to be Yamaha. Uh, they've kind of changed their brand a little bit. They've uh, struggled a little bit in their preseason. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how they go uh, this year. They haven't got uh, too many huge international signings like some of the other teams in this division but uh, yeah it'll be interesting. they do obviously have a few notable foreign names they've got Sam Green who's been with them for a couple of years after moving there from uh, we're going to say Shoki Shuttles they've got uh, Tahitua there at centre starting for them who's uh, joined on the wing by uh, Marotsuitama so they've also got Isinai Sarani uh, at number eight for them as well so they definitely do have A bit of firepower there, all Japanese uh, bench. Uh, But that has been a big part of uh, the rugby there. They haven't necessarily um, used too many foreigners in the past, especially in their coaching staff. They've always been uh, dominated by Japanese uh, coaches. And the core members have always been Japanese uh, players with a few foreigners uh, helping them along there. So it looks like... It's going to be similar, if not more so, uh, this season. So, again, biased. I'll um, be picking Tupes to star in a victory for Turda against uh, the Blue Revs uh, to round out the action-packed uh, first round of Division One. Uh, see, I can't wait for uh, those games. Like I said, we're playing on Monday, so hopefully, we'll be able to catch all those games. Uh, and then quickly, just going through a few of the Division Two uh, games. So is uh, division two and division three. there are only uh, th- six teams so there will be three games for those divisions. Uh, the first one being on the ninth on Sunday uh, and that is the Sky actives Hiroshima previously Mazda against the Hino Red Dolphins. Uh, Hino obviously previously in the top league they've dropped down uh, with us, the Dinaboards and also with uh, Honda and Senex who dropped down to the third division. Uh, so obviously they are a team that's had the experience, a lot of experience in that top division. And I think, uh, yeah, the Red Dolphins on paper, I think uh, would be too strong for that Mazda team. But because they actually had a uh, COVID break, outbreak uh, a few weeks ago, and I think a lot of their players might still be uh, in isolation or deemed as close contact. So they've actually named an all-Japanese uh, team. So uh, Mazda is the only team in this fixture that has the Katakana names, the foreigner names in it. Uh One of them, big one that I'll be uh, looking out for is Ben Lucas at 12. Uh Played two seasons at the Red Sparks uh with me. Uh, hopefully he goes well there and he's enjoying his time down there with the uh, Mazda Sky actives. I still think Hino will be too strong. I think the Japanese players uh maybe have a bit too much experience but... Uh, that Mazda team is no walkover either. they Japanese players from experience playing them again um playing against them with Coke. have yeah, they've definitely got a lot of good players here as well. So that will be a really interesting game, especially without of without uh Hino's foreign members. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. And then uh, finally like I so see we've got the Mitsubishi second like we had a dinabores up against the Hanazono Kindas liners. Uh we haven't named our teams yet uh they'll be named two days 48 hours before the game so that will be at 1 p.m tomorrow make sure you check out both the team's instas obviously you don't want to uh miss out they uh the liners have a few great international players like our uh, guinea and uh quade cooper so leaving a few to watch and then we obviously have a lot of uh great players uh as well, a lot of them, you'll be able to listen to their story because uh, I interviewed them in the uh, past on this podcast. So if you're interested in that, make sure you check it out. Uh, but that game is played at uh on Monday, like I said, at 1 p.m. So anyone in uh, the Tokyo era, make sure you come along uh, and support that team in green. <laughs> Not to be too biased. Um, but yeah, and... Now see the uh, Division 3, their season doesn't actually kick off until the 15th, so next Saturday, Uh, so I'll go through their games and their squads uh, next week, along with a review and a recap of the things that are happening in that week of rugby. And sorry, I forgot to mention, uh, like I said, both uh, for Division 2, the uh, fixtures, for each round uh, across two weeks so the Honda Heat and the Kamaji Sea Waves are playing actually on the 16th next Sunday so that's still classed as round one uh, but they play a week after us and we have a bye next week so um, yeah that's why their team hasn't been named yet but again I'll preview that uh, second half of the first round uh, next week. Um, but yeah, sorry, it's a, it was a bit longer than I originally planned, um, but hopefully uh, hopefully, yeah, you enjoyed it and you look forward to a, a good week of uh, rugby and hopefully there's no more con- cancellations, there's no more games impacted by uh, COVID or uh, drugs or uh, anything like that. So uh, yeah, I mean we had snow yesterday, yeah, it was the first time I'd seen snow up here for a few years, so uh, yeah, it was interesting training in that. So, you know, anything could happen this week, uh, but hopefully we see a lot of great games and we see a mighty Dinoballs win. Uh, But thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next week. Let's go! Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW Podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it, and don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro Checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week.